Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 25th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Levana on DeFi with a bunch of special guests. Let's take a listen. Good day, my friends. Good day. What's going on, Grits? Hey, long time no see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I was just talking to you guys. What's up, Ben? I'm excited to talk to Levana today. See, Timmy's in the house. What a time to be launching, Hogrits. Huh, what a time to be launching such a cool, cool feature in the Juno network. Also, nobody else has it yet. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Sorry, I'm just breaking up the the silence. The silence to me is always kind of awkward. I talk a lot, so forgive me, Levana. <laughs> no, not at all. Crypto Tank, we're just uh, letting a few more people join, so uh, you go ahead. I gotcha, I gotcha. Thank you, by the way, uh, for having us as guests. Um, super, super excited to be joined, as always, with Grits and, and Timmy here in just a little bit. Um, really, really excited to be talking about uh, your guys' protocol um, that you guys have just recently put out there for people to play around with. I've been playing around with it. Um, guys, in the audience, who here has been playing around uh, with some calls and puts? I'm super excited. Let me know. Clap. Do the little, how do you, by the way, Grits, tell me this. How do you change the little emojis? Can't you change? I see some people that have like thumbs up. How do I change these things? Uh, you got to hold down the button on the emoji and then all the different colors or anything that you can do changes. Really? Hold on. Let me see. Because I always want to do like a thumbs up or something like that, but. Hello, friends. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? I literally only just now jumped out of my last meeting. Did I miss anything fun? <laughs> no, we were just talking about how to use the emojis properly uh, in the spaces. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I, can see- I, noticed, I, I noticed I have like a different selection of emojis on each device I go on. On my iPhone, I have some. On my Android, I have some. On my emulator, I have like different ones. It's very well, weird. They should, they should all be the yeah. exact same emojis, but they're different um uh, like intellectual property um, interpretations of them. It's like uh, Apple. Well, it's no, there's some straight up font. different ones. Like on my emulator, which is an old version of Android, there's still the hundred emoji. That's like one <laughs> zero zero. Oh, that's that's interesting. That I can't explain, but I do know. Yeah, that, like, I don't know. <laughs> the dragons on on Blueback, like, I got the basic ones. Yeah, what a dragon looks like on Android and a dragon looks like on desktop or on an iPhone are like completely different. So I've I've definitely seen that before. So oh, and we got some hundreds down there also. So all right, I think let's uh take let's start out by um introducing ourselves. Um so I'm Jonathan Karras. Uh I am head of communications at Levana. Uh Levana is a DeFi protocol built within the Cosmos space. 
Um, it, uh, it, today we have, uh, it, um, we have an options protocol, uh, which you can play with. It's on testnet. Um, we're getting feedback. We've had about 5,000 people in the cosmos community play with it. Um, with, uh, monopoly money, we've got, I think around $26 million worth of option contracts that have been created in the last two weeks. Um, and then we've got, uh, please God next week, a perpetual swap. Um, which is a very similar mechanism to GMX um, that will be coming out uh, on testnet. So make sure to play with that. And uh, we've also got, uh, we came from Terra um, with the uh, most popular NFT set. We created this, um, this gamification layer on top of DeFi, largely inspired by uh, DeFi Kingdom, um, which uh, makes which is designed to take to capture the imagination and popularity of NFTs and help people discover the core values uh, found within decentralized finance and the value drivers of crypto as a whole. So that, that's my background, and that's what we're doing here. Um, Tendermint, Timmy, could you uh, in, take the mic and introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So I'm Tim or Timmy, and uh, I've been just sort of tangentially involved with crypto in general for a very long time. I, I have some old Coinbase buys that are kind of mind-blowing to look at. Um, but I never really like settled down into one ecosystem um, until uh, around the like Starport update or Star... Was it Starport? When when we got the Juno and Osmo airdrops. Luckily, I had bought a bag of Atom like, as soon as it got listed on Binance back in the day because being listed without an exchange fee just stood out to me um and then yeah just sort of fell in love with the cosmos and the people in it um and so now i do a lot of sort of educational content like spaces on wednesday did a space with you guys once and also working on a couple sort of interchain chain agnostic projects with spark ibc and interchain info that's probably probably good for me awesome thank you for that Okay, and uh, and so then we've got um, uh, Crypto Tank, uh, please. What is going on, everybody? Uh, yeah, Crypto Tank. People call me Tank, obviously. Um, talking head of the IBC Gang uh, YouTube channel, and now on Twitch, we just made our move back to Twitch with our live streams uh, this week, actually, starting on Monday. It's been a lot of fun over there, but kind of very similar story uh, to Timmy. Um, actually, I've always wanted to ask you this. Tim or Timmy, which one would you rather me say? <laughs> I feel weird. I feel like Timmy's the, the online persona that I personally should just call you Tim. I'm going to call you Tim. Um, yeah. I totally leave it up to I don't care. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we've talked so many times that I've always wanted to ask that. Anyway, um, but yeah, just like Tim, um, you know, I, I found myself into the cosmos um, about a year and a half ago. Um, you know, obviously I had some friends that pointed myself in that direction. And once I got here, similar to everybody else's story, I looked around and it was just blown away by what I was seeing uh, that cosmos was doing uh, within the space with interoperability and everything they had coming. Went knee deep into it, pretty much just dove into the shallow part of the, part of the pool. I didn't care at all. Uh, and uh, decided to kind of uh, do my thing with content creating. Um, prior to that, though, I am an investor in all means of the words. I've been investing into real estate, into um, several other things. I've been trading for 20 plus years in TradeFi. Uh, so I have a pretty good base uh, when it comes to investing. And 
I'm just really loving crypto. I'm loving the Cosmos ecosystem. And yeah, that's me. Oh, I guess, I guess one little thing I can add is I, I, I'm a bit of a perp swap lover. I'm a bit, a bit of a degen on, on the side. Responsible these days, thankfully, but not always. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited for what Lavana's got cooking. <laughs> so that, that's great. They're glad to hear that. And I'll, I'll ask you a couple questions about that in a minute. And uh, Grits, um, I see you have the baton or microphone also. Um, please introduce yourself. Hey, I've uh, I've just got into Cosmos this year, and I decided to actually start uh, moderating and doing a bunch of building a bunch of tooling and helping out with projects. I actually moderate Spark IBC and the IBC gang and like five other chat rooms. But yeah, uh, I, I noticed Cosmos back in 2018. Never really got into it because there wasn't much going on. But after I moved into the states, I've just been going full on into it. It's a pretty welcoming community. That that's awesome. And so I want that actually kind of leads into the first uh, topic that I wanted to cover today, which is um, uh, what hasn't yet been built in Cosmos that uh, were that you guys are most excited to see come to market. Uh, I know I think I think it was Larry um, from Delphi posted a thread about this earlier in the week. Um, that uh, Levon ended up getting tagged in. Maybe it wasn't him, but it, maybe I just saw he had chimed into the conversation. But I think that the you know there's a lot of uh, there's a mental model almost of like catching up to ETH in this space. Like there you know ETH is, has the the largest Ethereum has the largest amount of developers arguably and has the most progress in terms of uh, you know primitives. Um, and then you know within Cosmos were uh, sometimes viewed as just catching up. And so I'm curious to hear from two points. One is, um, do you agree with that mental model that we're kind of like in the process of catching up to where Ethereum is? Which I would argue that, uh, that, that the, the way that Cosmos is built um, actually provides for, um, for another path that we can innovate and create things that, that never existed or wouldn't make sense to exist on Ethereum and that there's no need to catch up. But uh, I'll leave that for your, for your feedback and your answers, guys. And then the, um, and then the, the, the second thing is um, what uh, of the, of the uh, primitives or projects that don't yet exist within Cosmos, um, what do you have your eye on that's either um, soon to come to market um, that you're most excited about, or what do you think is kind of a shame that nobody's working on it? Um, I, I would just, uh, you know, and to answer my own question first, you know, one of the things that uh, that I've been looking for is good Discord integration with wallets, and and even you know what? Let me take even step back. Good wallets. I think good wallets is is a, is a challenge on uh, Cosmos. Um, I think it is uh, it's difficult that um, that that there's very little MetaMask support. I know Evmos and uh, Injective and uh, Kronos and, and a few others can support MetaMask, but um, to extrapolate that away and add support for MetaMask, I think would be a huge win for the Cosmos ecosystem. And then integration um, with uh, with uh, with uh, Discord and Discord communities, verifying your wallet, verifying which assets that you own, verifying NFTs that you own, things like that. Um, are, all represent pain points that um, that would be a, like a step function up 
once those things are easily uh, easily available. And it could be that it's just um, because there's so much news and so much happening that I don't have full visibility. So, you know, I'll pass the uh, the mic over to whoever else would like to to respond to this, um, and either to comment directly or disagree with something that I I stated, or just to share your own thoughts or both. There's a lot there, though. I don't know where to start. Um, I guess point one, uh, like, are we catching up to ETH or whatever? Um, I think I, I kind of loved uh, what you added, Jonathan, as the kind of alternative for that one, because I think the answer lies somewhere in the middle there. I think that while we do have catching up to ETH to do in some respects, maybe even a lot of respects, what I'm most looking forward to in the next, like, I think the next year, maybe two years, but really I think it's starting to happen, is a sort of shift in bigger picture thinking um, where we stop thinking about like, oh, how can we take these single chain apps built on ETH and elsewhere and bring them to the cosmos and start thinking more multi-chain and just from the ground up, let's rethink the way we do these things to better integrate with the multi-chain vision. So while there is like some catching up to do, I think a lot of it will be also pioneering a new path um and actually that's one of the reasons that like that alone purely is one of the reasons that your second kind of question and point some things we're excited for like primitives i really like what white whale is doing um i did a space with them last night and i i now kind of realize i need to uh clarify like what i mean there the actual what they're doing is cool, but not that unique. It's like arbitrage and liquidations and like kind of crowdsourcing and making the little guy able to participate. That's super cool, but it's not what I'm excited about. What I'm excited about is the way they're going about it. They're one of the first teams, like aside from our team at Spark IBC and Interchain Info, which is not a very like smart contract heavy thing. It's it's a little bit more of like a web two sort of endeavor. So pretty different there even. Outside of us, though, White Whale's the only team I've really seen that has completely shifted their like frame of thinking to multi-chain. The way they're building these tools are chain agnostic. They're going to live everywhere, cooperate with each other. They're not really necessarily going to have a home chain. Um, I don't know if it'll work out for them just because they're the first to do it. And there's going to be a lot of figuring out do since there is no real uh, existing model to go by we are the pioneers in this sense but that kind of stuff is what makes me super excited on the new frontier of things and then for existing stuff that we're missing i'm i'm personally a huge oracle fan so i think cosmos will be taken a lot more seriously and also have a lot more possibilities opened up to it once we finally start like embracing and integrating chain link um so that's well so the question about uh so i have a question um about white whale's approach is that the you know the question is where does the token live and where does the highest amount of liquidity of your native token you know if you are if you're truly everywhere then like really your token is is you could argue is nowhere um and that's i think that's why the the hub and spoke model of uh like that that mars is working on um, is interesting that their intention is to have an instance of Mars uh, wherever there is liquidity, but then also to have like a home base where they funnel profits and where governance and and the the native token lives. So I'm not familiar. I remember White Whale from Terra, 
Um, I know the team. Um, great, great uh, group of guys. And so I'd love to hear what their thoughts are about um, where they're actually going to launch their token. Um, you know, they had a very innovative lock drop uh, that they did, um, which was very inspirational for Lavana, actually. Um, and uh, and so, uh, you know, just, yeah, lo- love to hear those thoughts. Um, but but that's, that's, that's really insightful uh, how you framed that. Yeah, um, I guess if you don't mind, I'll jump in real quick and kind of address your original questions. Uh, in the comparison to Ethereum uh, and having catching up to do, I've never really viewed Cosmos as, you know, competing with Ethereum in that kind of way. So it's kind of, to me, it's kind of funny to kind of think of it that way. Um, I've always, you know, I've always completely thought of it as two different goals in mind, obviously, right? Like uh, Cosmos is trying to actually truly bring interoperability as a whole from the ground up or like as, as the, as the first thought, not the afterthought, uh, like, you know, obviously Ethereum is trying to do right now. They got out of the gate first. They have a lot of things going for them. They have the biggest total value lock in their ecosystem, the most developers there and all this other stuff. But now they're having to kind of come back to, okay, how do we get out of our own little bubble? How do we actually expand? Right. Where Cosmos was already always doing that. They, that was the plan from the very get go. So it wasn't, I don't, I have a hard time thinking about like in that kind of comparison, like, oh, we need to catch up to Ethereum. I mean, if you just look at even Vitalik and some of the things that they've said in the past just recently, like they look back at Cosmos and say, look, they're doing it right. So are, do we need to catch up to them? I wouldn't say so. I think we just Charles. keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. You look at Charles, you look at all of them, you look at all of the big names that are doing other layers and, and they always go back to saying, you know, or Look at now. We have we yeah, actually the have the avalanche hub approach, the avalanche scaling yeah. approach, Starkware it's, scaling approach. It all all the roads just uh, like smell. They either they either end up coming back to the similar approach of uh, mm-hmm. uh, not. It's uh, I I named it. Uh, I wrote an investor report in 2018 on this. Um, maybe it was 19, which was called um, uh, heterogeneous versus homogeneous scaling. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's exactly that approach. And so it seems that the whole market has just come around to Cosmos's scaling approach one way or another, whether they want to admit it or not. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah exactly to your point. So eventually it was always going to be coming back that way. And we pretty much all knew that and it, for, that our Cosmos through and through. Like we, could, we saw the writing on the wall. And that's kind of what attracted me originally. Like I said, I've been investing in for years, multiple physical things. Medical, like I've said this, some, and probably people have heard this so many times. You know, but I mean, I'm an investor through and through. And one of the things I really loved when I dug my heels into and getting to understand Cosmos was I was actually by investing into Cosmos, not just investing on one fruit. I was actually investing in kind of like an index fund on the basket, right? Like that's what we were investing in uh, because they were all eventually at, at that time it wasn't IBC wasn't available stuff. But like you know, obviously if you were reading into it, the white paper it was all going to be interconnected anyway. So it was like one of the better, smarter, conservative plays for me at least. So I was going, well, I can just invest into a basket instead of individual apples or fruits out there. And, you know, if I don't have to have all of them win, but the vast majority or maybe even just one or two of them win uh, in, a, in a tremendous way. And then I would still be on top. So I kind of, yeah, to, to address that first uh, question, that's kind of how I looked um, at that topic or conversation. And to go into the second thing of what I'm kind of excited for, I'm really excited, super, super excited for Dow Dow uh, and what DAOs uh, can bring like to just crypto and 
and just on the application level, society and, and humankind uh, in general, like it's it's mind blowing to me, like where it can go. Um, as far as individual protocols, I really think it's innovating what Loop uh, at, or is doing with NFTs and trying to like just do something different uh, with their NFTs and, and DeFi. Uh, obviously, uh, what Lavana's doing, I've always, always waited. Like who's going to do uh, options? Who's going to do calls and puts? And this is, we're saying it on our, on our live stream today. It's going to be game changing, game changing, not just for the Juno network, but for all, I mean, you, you look at your platform right now, I know we're talking about, so I guess I'm shilling you guys right now, but if you look at your platform right now, you guys already have wrapped BTC. And again, this is, uh, I will say it wrong. Uh, Alexar, Alexar, is that the very, yeah, you know, I have no idea how to pronounce that. <laughs> like an axle for a car. Axelar. There you go. Yes. I always have to have somebody else say it, but. I'm assuming that's because, uh, you know, that's pretty much the, the, the main variation nowadays. But we have Rap PTC, Adam Osmo, E-Euro. And I can only imagine everything else that's going to be there. It's going to be mind-blowing. So I've been really, really excited. And I, I like, love I've been playing around with it since uh, early yesterday. I uh, really, really like it. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. And I absolutely love and can't wait just being a content creator or a talking head. Uh, I can't wait for how. Like, I really can't wait to see what happens with how. Uh, and there's so much other things right now, but like those are just some off the top of my head that I'm really, really excited for. Instead of Chain's margin also, they just did that. Yeah, there's there's so many things happening. But yeah, off the top of my head, those are my top four. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, Grit, um, you want to share some thoughts of what you think is missing? Um, I don't believe that we're in competition at all with these other protocols or chains, I guess. Like, because we're like Cosmos is a multi-chain at a base, right? They can only join, like they got no other option, basically. Like there's uh, like, it's a new iteration of tech and the timeframes are vastly different. Like four years ago, five years ago, things were way harder to build and the goals were completely different. So I don't know, everything's going to be connected later. So, um, and as far as like, uh, something missing i guess i would i would like to see more protocol run staking strategies like delta whatever and auto staking options but baked into the protocols because i don't really trust third party random people to to do all these like in the most efficient way either uh, and maybe a feature that you guys could look into maybe is like calls and puts on nft prices and nfts specifically because i haven't seen that yet oh that's very interesting so that let me just make sure I unpack that. So um, I want right now. Let's say the floor is a um, hundred Juno, you know, for uh, like a, a you know a, a common Lavana Dragon. Like they don't they've they haven't been minted yet. So I'm, uh, that number is just a uh, I'm pulling a number out of a hat. But let's say that that's the floor. And what I say is you know I want the the uh, I want to buy a call option that. A month from now or two months from now, I can um, I can buy, uh, you know, from the common tier uh, at a certain strike price, um, you know, any any uh, any NFT that falls within this type of, uh, you know, category. I guess it would have to be a covered call um, in order to to prevent some type of like weird. uh, you know, like like weird either race conditions or or you know to to secure the um uh, the execution. 
So it would be if I'm the owner of, let's say I own 10 dragons, I could deposit the 10 dragons into a call option. And then somebody else could have the rights to purchase those um, at a future date at a certain strike price. And then they would just pay me a residual fee um, for the option to be able to execute that during the duration of the contract. Is that kind of how you imagined it? Yeah, that kind of makes sense. You could do all sorts of things with that mechanism. Like you could make betting, gambling, like it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then on the other side, in terms of puts, it would be that, uh, that if, um, if somebody had uh, a collection, if I wanted to, if I wanted to mint a put um, or sell a put, so I might deposit in it a hundred thousand dollars of, um, gosh, I can't even say it now of USDC, um, AXUSDC. And, uh, and then I, um, and then I agreed that somebody could, that that was the right to sell, you know, uh, like 10 or 20 or whatever of a certain tier of NFTs, then they would be able to collateralize the buying of that, um, that option. So it essentially, the option would almost act as an escrow for betting. Um, I hear which is like, I'm just doing the mental math out loud because I don't think that we've ever seen in DeFi before um, options around NFTs, but it really does become um, a, a speculative market on the, the floor and tier price of these assets. Yeah, that would be actually a lot more fun for the floor price people because people will overly fixate on it. Yeah. Yeah. I always, you know, it's, uh, and, and always just kind of watching the gaps between volume of the floor price to all these other prices. It always made me, you know, again, like kind of like roll my eyes at like when you judge yeah, a, a project well, by specifically the floor. Some people think stargaze is running their own scraping arbitrage bot to buy things below floor price and put them back up for sale. So I, there's enough money in it for, for people to do that and exchanges to do that. I'm sure there's a big enough arbitrage enough, uh, arbitrage, opportunity that you could do something with it that's fun uh yeah it's a look with low low liquidity there's always um a there's always the challenge that um somebody's going to make a profit from uh you know from uh you know from wash trading and wash trading is a very egregious term and i would never want to accuse anybody of wash trading and i definitely have no indications as to what you know anything about what you were saying but i know that from looking at other exchanges and being actually like petitioned by wash traders like when we had uh lavana nfts on terra um you know we got uh, petitioned quite frequently for teams to come and uh you know said like oh we can keep your floor price above this we can keep your you know you just pay us money like it's a whole very robust industry now and like we we never you know we we never moved forward with anything like that but i know i know uh there were a lot of dms around that nature so it's a it's a very robust um uh ecosystem in general so next topic i wanted to talk about is airdrops um you know airdrops where you know we all went through hell like the last four months of any builder um like just for those who uh are new to Lavana, so we um we had completed, uh, we were at the tail end of the Faction Wars, which was the most successful multiplayer um, uh, game fi, like play to earn NFT uh, app 
or, or experience on Terra. We had about 14,000 people that had the NFTs. We had about 10,000 people that were monthly active playing the game. And um, the, the game was, uh, you know, uh, loosely uh, correlated with, uh, with airdrops. Um, we had our perpetual swap. Uh, which was a constant product perpetual swap model, which was um, going live on, uh, which was which had been live for about s- seven weeks. We had about three hundred and fifty million dollars of uh, trading volume of paper trading on uh, on perps, um, which I think was the the you know the the most successful paper uh, you know perps um, on testnet, and uh, we saw um, you know and then the terror crash happened. And it happened like it happened. I think it was less than one month away from our token generation event, um, which, you know, looking back on it, actually was a blessing, because when we look at the projects that had all of these like locked capital and had distributed these tokens, um, you know, Mars, for example, had distributed you know uh, hundreds of millions of tokens and had locked, I think it was two hundred million dollars of uh, of UST, and and kind of. I mean, it was like a nightmare when, you know, for, for them. And then, you know, and they'll, they'll be recovering. I mean, they've recovered wonderfully. And I think they'll be live again in about a month. Um, but, uh, but now we're at the point where we're kind of back up on our feet. We've got our first product, um, which is on Testnet, which we're getting a lot of great feedback from uh, usability studies that we're doing with the community. Um, we've got our second product, which will go into Testnet, you know, please God, in a, another week. and. Um, and so now we're starting to have the conversation about, you know, the token generation event, how we distribute it, um, you know, what's kind of like what's what's fair. Um, you know, we like uh, we don't we don't uh, the, like the, the team doesn't believe in a public sale or anything like that. Um, we think it should be um, distributed to valuable members of the community um, just based on on attention and interest. And so I'm curious about different uh uh, token generation events that you guys have seen in the Cosmos ecosystem, um, you know, the both pros and cons, like you, you mentioned, uh, uh, you guys mentioned earlier in the call um, around, uh, around the Juno airdrop uh, and the Osmosis airdrop. And I think there's a lot of data, you know, pro and cons about just like these blanket airdrops um, and, uh, or like, you know, proof of attention or proof of something um, in order to be eligible for an airdrop. Um, and so just, if there's any examples of airdrops that you guys have seen that you really liked, um, or that you, or bad examples of airdrops that you didn't like, you know, I'd just love to hear your thoughts about um, what uh, you know what's worked and what hasn't worked within the ecosystem. I thought the uh, Evmos dynamic is very interesting. You're saying like the detriment was a UST lockup, and uh, I think it's kind of interesting how the accidental lockup of all their, I guess, airdropped uh, Ethereum tokens are basically going to a giant community fund. So, but that seems to be helping out their price action. So I don't know, maybe that's kind of a happy accident mechanism that people should look into when they're starting their chains in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That is a happy accident. I'd agree with that. Um, I think it was what it was. It was like less than 40% of their tokens were, were actually redeemed. I actually tried, I tried multiple sittings to figure out how to, uh, you know, I read the blog post. I was eligible for it. I went into the discord. It was like, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah and, I'm, uh, I'm one of those. I'm one of those rare people that like claimed it first try, like the first same. hour it was 
available the first time and I got that first day of like whatever thousand percent rewards and I just felt yeah. so bad for so many people. I was like, I don't even know what friction you're talking about. Well, well what I what I did was I got the airdrop three. I actually only got a like I was missing a quarter of it, even though I said I got all of them. It's so weird. But I sold it right away for like three dollars and forty cents or something, and then I bought back in, bought three times as much at a dollar seventy. So was my best play so far <laughs> yeah i was uh i'm right there with you tim i actually was able to claim it i think it was like right on the second day or whatnot and i was like well i don't know this is great for me though <laughs> so, um, i had to use that weird like third party front end that one of the validators i think dispers spun it I did up too. that's how yeah. that's how i did it yeah it was <laughs> It was, it was a lot of people were mad about it, but I was like, ah. well, did you remember there was conversation around like, should we restart this? Is this fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I voted, I voted yes. Even though I got the initial, I was like, this is not the best way to start a change. Yeah. You, like, know what, nobody, you know what's funny? I, I did it too. I, I actually voted yes as well. That, that's really funny. I knew why I, I voted yes. Like, I knew you're a good dude. I'm, I'm glad to see it hasn't like, it's been more or less forgotten slash hasn't had like a huge effect. Yeah, you know, um, I do want to add. Well, except uh, for the ledger people, I, I do want to oh, add. That's in, a I, separate thing. Yeah, that's. I, I, I do, do wonder wanna, if that's or yeah. Go ahead. Thank. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, uh, admittedly, guys, I got to give you guys a heads up in about mm, 15, 20 minutes. I do have to go, uh, but I do want to add, kind of uh, on the topic of uh, that style, like the rec drop, right? Um, especially since you guys are coming from a place where a lot of people also got wrecked, unfortunately, just, it was just the the time, right. Where everybody was getting wrecked. I, I'm just going to be very honest. Like I, I understand uh, the social um, like look that when you come out with an airdrop, like wreck drop, you come out looking like the shining white knight. Like, yeah, we're going to, give airdrops to everybody that got wrecked. It's going to be great. If you did this and you felt pain here, you can alleviate a little bit or feel a little bit better here because we're going to give it back to you guys. I do. I've been saying this a lot, uh, just like Evmos, and I've been saying this for months, people that got wrecked in the past, like drawdown that we had the past two drawdowns that we had a big capitulation. A lot of those people on the Ethereum side, they're not coming for, for that Evmos. They don't care. They got hurt so bad, and like I've been having really, really real talks with people recently on my on my streams about what investing is and what it actually is entirely. Like I think a lot of times we don't like to get out of our little bubble uh, of thinking that we have when it comes to investing our training. It's real. It's really real. a lot of people that got wrecked lost their homes, lost their 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 jobs, couldn't put food on their table. The last thing they care about is any kind of airdrop that you're dangling in front of them to make that your project sound better. And relationships. Because, relationships. Yeah, and you relationships. Know, I, have, people, I have at least like 10 DMs of people that that they're, they're, they had to cancel their engagement. They're not getting married. Mm-hmm. Their wife left them. Like, it's like horror stories. People it's, die. Uh, like, I was, I was being real yeah. about it yesterday. Like, when you really think about who you are as an investor, and I, I'm going to go on a kind of a, I promise you I'll keep it, short because I do got to keep it short. But as an investor, you're in the, literally probably the most complex style of, of battle that you, you'll ever experience in your life. And you don't even know that you're doing it to this level. When you are actually investing or buying, like doing it the right way, buying red, buying fear, buying dread, buying capitulation, you have to understand that you're taking advantage of people's hardships. You're taking advantage of people's mishaps, people who have, unfortunately with the Terra, 
died, took in their own life. You literally, but that's your job as an investor, right? Is to buy the fear, buy the blood in the streets. That's what we always teach everybody. But I, so to go back to my point and to kind of make it uh, all make sense, when Red Chop came out and they looked all great on paper, on, on advertising, it's great. Everybody that got wrecked is going to get something. Uh, Javi, no, I, I knew from the very beginning, the vast majority of people are not going to come claim that from the, from a lot of us did from the Cosmos side, right? Uh, but a lot of people got wrecked on the Ethereum side. They're not coming. They're never going to come for that at most. And I mean, so I, even of, know, I even know one guy in particular, a lot of you might be familiar with the name. He's kind of back on Twitter lately, which I'm happy to see, but the degenerate was that was his name not an insult love the guy um he was a big <laughs> Keith maxi who we kind of slowly converted to cosmos and then he really got heavy into terror in particular and he had done a shit ton of stuff on eth right and he was in the cosmos already he was hook line and sinker he was ready for epmos mm-hmm. he didn't even claim his rec drop because he looked at it and he was like it's not worth the trouble I, i've spent yeah. like thousands and thousands in gas and Yep. A little bit of headache for me to claim this, however much it was. Well, like, then, that was interesting because he was the perfect candidate, right? He should have mm-hmm. been thinker. Should have been gun ho for it, right? And then so to kind of get to my point back to Lavana, trying to get back to any project, and I kind of had this conversation as well, not to time together, but I guess it all it all ties together, right? Like loop loop and all this other stuff where they were trying to focus on giving back all of their community members that they had built up. Uh, in Terra, in Luna, or whatever, back there. Uh, I'll be honest, I'll be very, very blunt. It sounds great. It makes you guys look like you're wearing the white capes and all that stuff. But know that if you're using it to onboard users from the past, the vast majority of those people aren't coming back, especially, especially in Terra. So it's kind of like, do you take that approach as a project that, that came from Terra uh, and kind of like, again, I was, I was saying, alluding to Loop, and I have, they're all my friends there. I've had them on the channel. I'm going to be very real. I would say this to anybody. I don't hold any, uh, don't pull any punches. When when you are thinking, oh, I'm going to put this out there and it's going to sound like we're the saving graces, this protocol, or this project that is giving back. You got to remember, it's like the tokenomics, your token structure, your, 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 your roadmap, is it actually going to be fulfilled? Are you doing yourself a disservice by only focusing on or weighing primarily on those past users versus the new ecosystem that you're in and and maybe even the surrounding neighbors that you're in as far as that neighborhood goes. Like I, I'm not saying like not remember them, definitely remember them, but you know, like to to weigh heavily on that side, like we've we've seen it. It's proof in the pudding, right? Like at most, they didn't come. A lot of terror, let's be honest, terror was even worse. Well not so much because uh, a lot of people have been wrecked over years of time with uh with Ethereum, but like uh tara man that was bad like you heard all the stories that was bad they're not coming hey you know there's this is a good time to bring up because you bring up a really interesting point but um i gotta point out that of the six thousand four hundred and sixty eight dragons that were minted on Terra, four thousand five hundred and thirty six of those warped over to Juno and we're going to launch on Juno soon. So maybe we're a little that bit of an amazing. anomaly. Yeah. yeah that, that speaks no, that a lot am- to the beauty of those dragons. Um, but on that note, thank you for the claps and Hey, to me and grit. Meow. Um, uh, guys, do you guys trade on perp swaps currently? Cause I love to hear about your, if you guys are on perps. 
Well, Jacob, before we get into that, I just want to, uh, I want to thank, uh, thank you guys. I, unfortunately I have to go, uh, I'm going to get disconnected. I'm going to lose my internet connection in a minute. So I do have to gracefully excuse myself, but Dragon Hoddle is going to be, um, on, uh, you know, being able to, um, uh, to take over and, uh, finish the, uh, you know, the, the, the show for today. Um, and one of the other things that I wanted to mention about the airdrops, um, which I think uh, Dragon Hoddle will be able to uh, address as well, is that um, right now, you know, we uh, we had made the uh, uh, we had made this the um, we had built all these games on Terra, and uh, we had earmarked um, airdrops for the Terran community, and uh, and and we never got to to make that launch, and we've relaunched two of the games. Um, one is a uh, uh, Salim's Adventure, um, and then the other is uh, Eric Attack, uh, and so we I highly recommend. You know, we haven't announced any of the mechanics or you know what what exactly anybody will earn from playing those games, and what's the difference between starting it versus getting halfway through versus you know beating the game. So none of that's been uh, been publicly disclosed. But if you haven't had a chance to play the games or to check them out, highly recommend. Um, playing them uh, because we think that you'll you'll really enjoy it, you know. And there 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 lies treasure, um, whatever that treasure may be. And so with that, I just want to thank you guys again, uh, all the the gracious guests. Um, and uh, I leave it uh, to you, Dragon Hoddle, to to uh, to nail it home about uh, about how you warp and about um, what is the value and interest around perps uh, and leverage trading as a whole. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, Beach, I see you in the audience. I would love for you to come up. Beach just scolded me. She said, uh, we have a hundred additional dragons at work today. So our data continues to get better. I think there's just like a little less than three days left. So if you have a dragon on Terra, um, be sure to warp it over because don't be that don't be that, uh, what is it, the degenerate uh, ETH guy who just said it's not worth it because, ouch, that, that really, that sounds painful. Imagine self-rugging. I couldn't imagine self-rugging. Um, uh, I don't know how to get Beach to come up here, but maybe raise your hand. Uh, you got to actually, uh, the host needs to actually convert one of you guys. Levana needs to convert somebody to a co-host. To a host. Uh, there you go. Yeah, awesome. Um, Thank you. Host. Look. Oh, there you are. <laughs> hey, Beach. Yeah, that took a long time. Thank you for that. Yes, we did get um, more than 100 dragons got uh, warp initiated today. So you do have until August 28th until 10 UTC. Please don't leave it till the last minute. We want no dragons left behind. Um, it's super easy. Just connect your dragon wallet. Go to the dragon cave, which is at dragons.lavana.finance. Um, choose your dragon type, which is super cool, depending on which kind of um, which tier of eggs you have. There's um, three different options you can choose Western, Wyvern and Eastern dragons. And um, come and fly with us to Juno. I said it takes literally, you know, 30 seconds so fast. And you don't even need any um, Juno. Actually, we're paying all of the warp, uh, the you know, the remint fees. So. You can have a completely empty wallet for now. Although we don't advise that, obviously. Well, I don't think any of us can have too much, you know. 
or enough Juno. Yeah, I mean, people were yelling at me like, how come I didn't encourage them to buy more Juno when it was at $2? And I was like, I did. I told you we were moving to Juno and you should get ready for warp. And they're like, yeah, but you're paying the fees. And I was like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't buy any. If we had the cool things that we have now, like limit orders and calls and puts, it would have been a whole different. I remember when the crash happened, I was in Florida on vacation at the Ritz, and I was like, I can't buy it. I'm actually streaming, and there's no limit orders. At the Ritz. <laughs> we're all feeling badly you, for you that you were at the Ritz. Hey, I, but yeah. I couldn't buy You should, because I couldn't buy any more Juno on that day. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, like, I don't know who else here, but, like, since getting into crypto, it's like, wait a minute. I'm not going to stay at a hotel at all. I'm sleeping in my car. It's like I can buy more crypto. Um I don't know if anyone else has experienced that, but buying stuff just lost its coolness. I will say I do nah, I do look at things on the shelf now and kind of like go, I could buy more crypto instead of buying that. <laughs> right? I mean, who, who hasn't like gone on vacation with their family this summer and thought, I'm not paying $5 for a bottle of water. That's like one Juno. My, my wife just wanted to, uh, we just bought her a, a Harley Softail because uh, she loves riding and stuff like that. I don't remember if she was asking me, my wife's one of those people. She says it once and she'll have it tomorrow. Your uh, wife rides a Harley? Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, you're at the Ritz and, and, and your wife rides a Harley. And she's a doctor too. I scored. I scored. She's a doctor. And you're in crypto. How did are you? Sh- you're, okay. I have, I yeah. have no, I don't, sure. I don't bring it up. I don't bring it up. I just, <laughs> I just ride the wave, man. Um, <laughs> grifter, grifter alert. Yeah, but no, yeah. but she was saying she wanted that bike and I was going, but we could put that money into crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. There was a there was genuinely like a probably years period of time where I valued everything in link. Like I would look at a store on the sh- an item at the shelf be like that's like seven link. I ain't buying that. Right. <laughs> Tim, I knew you were gonna yeah, say Oracles by the way, because you're the biggest link fan ever. You're <laughs> Timmy. I, I do yeah. need to say though, I feel like you can get a little bit obsessive with that. Um as somebody that's an expat that lives overseas. You know, I used to think of everything in U.S. dollars and like do these conversions in my head constantly, Um, even just back to dollars. Forget crypto. It starts to get a little bit obsessive. So I encourage everyone that might be listening to this not to adopt that philosophy. Um, You know, don't be uh, thinking about every single thing you eat or buy or, um, you know, consider in your real world life in crypto terms. You don't want to develop some kind of compulsion around it. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, the soft tail. It's like that was the old roadster. Cool bike. Cool. Um, so yeah, so I guess back to the perp swats. I, I like it'd be curious to know so how you got if you guys do trade, how you feel about DYDX coming, how you feel about Levana launching its perp swaps. And if and if you have no comment on it, that's cool too. We can go to different com- uh topic. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'll say for everyone listening, like I, I, I kind of warn against perp swaps, at least from my. So I, I do still trade perp swaps. I use Bybit, um, but I'm extremely disciplined now. Um, but like, I genuinely had like pretty much a gambling problem for a while. Never been to a casino or anything, but definitely will not. Found Bitmex back in the day and just like, oh, I've on between Bitmex and Bybit and all my accounts, I've like made and lost somewhere north of like seven million dollars and probably net negative overall like with what i put in so i definitely have quite a history with perp swaps um 
and now I kind of just like play with like a hundred dollars at a time, see where that grows. If it ever gets above five hundred, I cash out four. That's my like pretty hard rule I just stick to, and that just kind of lets me do it a little bit more like a game, kind of like scratches that itch. It's sort of fun, keeps me trading, but it uh, doesn't get out of hand anymore. So I'm happy to talk about any and all things perp swap, but like. Big disclaimer, depending on the type of personality you have and the leverage available on the platform you're on, it it can be very akin to gambling. And you can kind of get into it without knowing it because it feels like you have more control than gambling, which you do. But like, just fair warning. Um, I don't know what leverage you guys are going to be looking to have, but, you know, uh, oh, Binance too. Jesus, when Binance perps were available easily with the 125x, oh, that was that was bad. <laughs> it was good for a while and then bad. Yeah, but thank you. Want to chime in there? Yeah, I just wanted to chime in real quick because I, uh, unfortunately, guys, I I do have to go in a couple of minutes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for perps. I'm I'm excited for everything Levana's doing, the options, perps, all that stuff. Uh, admittingly, I I will say. Uh, like I said, I don't pull punches or anything like that, but I'm very much like Tim. Uh, I usually tell my listeners uh, it's not for the average person, uh, I would say. Uh, but, you know, for people that do have self-control, people like myself, um, I cannot wait. And there's there's a lot of people that no matter what uh, are going to participate in it. I think it is uh, something that is going to be huge for our ecosystem Uh you know, sp- specifically the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, where we can directly get into perps and, and, and options. But yeah, I, I will be honest. It, 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 I don't want people to get, it's so he, Tim said it perfectly. Like it's you, you just be careful, <laughs> like, do your homework, <laughs> but I, I love it. I love it for me. I'm going to love it. I'm going to absolutely love it. So, but yeah, I'm sorry I guys. See. I do actually, I have to, I have to run. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I'm sorry I can't stay longer, but you guys have a good conversation. Thank you so much for being here and joining us. Let it go. Yeah, Yeah. I I would say my one big rule would be set some parameters and rules for yourself and make sticking to those the actual goal. Like consider it a win at the end of the day if you stuck to your rules rather than like make money. So for me now, it's like new deposits, never put in more than 100. And when I get above 500, I pull 400 profit to like an external wallet. That's probably stricter than some people might want to be. That's just because that's what I like. I really just do it for fun. It's not like a main source of trading. Um, But pick something like that and just stick to it. I think that's very mature um, and self-aware of you. I was just going to ask, have you calculated how long at your put in 100, take out 400 rate it's going to take you to get back your $7 million? It's not like 67 years. <laughs> no, I have not uh, tortured myself with that math. Oh, yet. okay. Fair <laughs> enough. See, I would be doing that. I told you, I, I calculate everything. So I'd be like, okay, wait, how many times do I need to do this? But yeah. 7,000? Okay, I'm no, on it. No, so that that was actually a big thing I had to get over. Like, um, this is not just with perps. This is with any kind of trading, even just spot. The biggest, like, fallacy is, I think, the sunken cost one. And also the gambler's fallacy. So like sunken costs being like, I've lost so much money. I'm not going to get this back in my day job. The only way I'm getting that back is buy a lucky 100x poll. That it, there's nothing to be won there. And then the other fallacy being like, I'm on such a losing streak. I'm bound for a big one here soon. That's 
That's just not how things work, um, especially on exchanges like BitMEX, Binance, Ascendex, Bybit, all these places I've traded perps. They, the big boys see you. They know where your lick points are. And, and some of them are even just outright scams. Like, uh, yeah, but don't think we're going to have that kind of problem as stuff moves on chain, at least for bigger, more recognized protocols like Levana. Code's easier to look at. Blockchain makes make sure things is, uh, you know, as above board as possible. And yeah. So. Yeah, I wouldn't focus on the money that you missed out on because, like, if I did yeah. that, I would be off of a building right now. <laughs> Cats okay. always land on their feet. Absolutely. Yeah, when uh, when the lawsuit against uh, Ripple was announced, the SEC, that was like probably one of the worst days of my life. I just watched like 300k evaporate and yeah, just thinking, there. like, that was my fault. Like, why the hell did i have that much money leverage like and and so you just i don't know this i don't think this is what you guys want to talk about but i am curious what kind of like leverage is going to be available for levana perps yeah to start i believe it's going to be maxed out at at 10x oh that's Um, awesome yeah so a little bit less degenerate than 120x which is like flipping a penny Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel you. I've lost a lot of money, not nearly as much as you. But um, I am working at McDonald's now, and it's it's. Uh, I have my own. I had a fully funded uh, DYDX account with no open positions when Luna was thumping, and I had all this money locked up in Terra. Right. So the smart thing to do would have been to put a short and hedge my bets, and I would have I would have done well, um, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it, even with all of that logic, and I just I couldn't go short. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I went long. I I, I'm <laughs> I, I'm such a diehard crypto person from a fundamental level that I actually have realized I'm not a very good trader because of that one. Well, probably many reasons, but that one reason, like a bias, like I'm hesitant to go short and to sell in general because I just have bullish bias, even when I know like yeah. right, this, is, this isn't due for a pullback. Like it's weird. I call it the built your empire mindset. You get stuck in it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. I mean, I think, you know, for anyone that was on crypto Twitter, right, as uh, as Terra just collapsed, it was like, no, it, it okay, we're done. Like 30, it's not going to go lower than that. And then it was like, no, it's, you know, and you saw people really debating with themselves about, and, uh, you know, many of us on this call, we wrote it to zero thinking there has to be a floor, there, right? There has to be some floor where it doesn't just go, you know, negative. Like, how is that even possible? And you saw the that there happened. were people that just, you know, one second, two seconds, five seconds, 20 minutes later, their whole philosophy was like, no, come on. OK, we're done now. No, we're done now. Like, And you have to somehow, you know, dispel the disbelief and say, wait a second, there has to be a fundamental, you know, understanding of, OK, if you've taken a huge position, right, you mentioned your $300,000 in, in Ripple, then it would make sense to just have, you know, quote unquote, crypto insurance, right, and take a position the other way so that you're not destroyed. Even if all you're doing is just securing yourself so that you can sleep at night. I don't know how yeah. most of us slept at night before, but we were dumb. Yeah, I've I've probably been through about over I've been through I've for sure been through over ten thousand Ethereum. Probably more like fifteen thousand, but for sure ten. <laughs> Unfortunately. So all of us are former rich people, basically. 
Yeah, I want to clarify on mine. Like, I, boy, I did not like lose four mil or 300k of like my own money outright. It was profits from doing the exact thing that lost me it, you know, like made and lost is the key word here. But still, you know, it could have, if you'd just been smarter, could have been real. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I have to jump jump at the top of the hour, unfortunately, like pretty much on the dot, um, Um, which kind of sucks. Minutes, You've been around but... as long as I have, probably. Like, when did you get into crypto? Uh, like, I think sixty dollar Bitcoin. What? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that was, that was, fortunately that was not as an investment. Yeah, unfortunately, not as an investment. Yeah, I started trying. I think yeah. I started yeah. trying to mine it around then. I, I before pools started, right? And then I, I couldn't figure it out because I was like, "Well, this is taking too long." And then. I would... My friend, on, my friend on a shitty laptop was one of the first 600 or like, no, no, six. Yeah, I think like one of the first 600 miners of Litecoin. <laughs> we were like, what wow. the hell is this? And like, it was, so, it was so bad even Did back then. Did he lose his laptop before he cashed out? No, I'm pretty sure even back then with the mining difficulty, he was on like one of those Acer Walmart laptops. And I'm pretty sure we got like five Litecoin after two weeks and we're like, well, yeah. it's worth three pennies. I, I literally got into crypto like when Litecoin was basically ASIC'd out and Dogecoin forked yeah. off of it. That's, when, that's like literally when I started. Wow, hey, we have some uh, gens here. Well, All right. Bono, when are you guys doing the next one of these, though? Because I kind of wish I didn't have to go at the top of the hour here. Oh, fun. so we like to do them. Um, we do a, a Discord AMA in our Discord every Monday, and then we do a Twitter AMA every Thursday. So we'd love to have you guys back if you're interested in coming back. Sweet. Yeah, I definitely would be. Um, I want to actually, We this hour went by very quick. I kind of want to hear some more details about like what's going on at Lavana, And I'm sure I can dig through and find those on my own, but. Yeah, so definitely we do that. we do have a we do have a lot of stuff going on. You know, we have GameFi, we have options, we have um, you know, perpetuals, we're gonna have a token generation event. We we got stuff. So yeah, all right, definitely yeah. Come and check it out. All right. So I just want to thank you guys again um, you know, for agreeing to uh come and join us today. And hopefully, um, you know, folks got some insight into uh what's happening in um in DeFi in general and what not to do. <laughs> That's always a bonus. Yeah. Also, everything I on Ripple. Every what what's funny is I didn't have a single ripple. It just brought the whole market down. <laughs> but <laughs> um just clear everything like I warned about too and like any of the scary stuff I think that tank weighed in on too, like that is really not that applicable to 10x. I mean I still be careful with absolutely be careful with any kind of leverage but like Lavana, it seems like you guys are going the much more well, also don't go on a rip we went on a ripple beach and i went on a ripple yacht party a few months ago and i have still have a hangover from it so don't and i got covid so that sucked <laughs> yeah it was a really nice yacht though but yeah dragon Hall, i think was hungover for three days and i got covid it wait what do you mean a ripple yacht was it owned oh, by the okay, company so, now you have to stay. So we were at, I don't even remember what event we were at. That's how drunk we were. No, I'm kidding. Um, we were at this event in Miami and uh, we got invited to this exclusive Ripple party. And so um, where you had these like special bracelets, you had to go to this dock and then they rented out one of the biggest yachts actually on the Eastern seaboard. 
Um, and they had this exclusive like 10 floor yacht party with crazy like just catering and live music and an event and um, like a dessert floor and a dance floor and it was wild. It was really oh, wild. Day though, was this like some? It like, was XRP. It was Ripple. It was the company. Like the it was the company. Yeah, yeah. It was the if company. If you wondered where their money's going, I know, right? Uh, it's oh, bad. Vodka, was, Red Bull, the, but a really yeah, nice yacht. The swag was insane. It's totally insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I've um, as someone who's played around with perps for so long, I'm actually like. Maybe next time we chat, I don't know if this would better suit the Discord or the, the Twitter AMA, you can tell me. But like, I'd be happy to kind of get into a little bit of the nitty gritty of like how perps work and how you guys are doing them on chain. Because I have like a lot of questions and also just find that stuff fascinating. So. Absolutely. That would be a super fun deep dive. Um, Do you guys have any like real difference in the content for the Discord calls versus Twitter spaces? Like, is there one that might be more applicable for or? So that's a really great question. Um, we have tended to focus our Discord AMAs um, more on the game five. We play Dragon Bingo and all sorts of fun things. Um, and it's definitely more focused on people from the community um, that have been with us for a while and have been playing Levana games um, and in the faction wars. And then this Twitter AMA is typically more... Um, well, it's I mean, it's also geared for the community, but it's definitely geared for people from the outside to just talk about, the, you know, things that are of interest to them. Um, and sometimes, you know, like I'm sure you do, you might jump into a Twitter space that looks interesting. And so we like to think of it as um, community education, market education, et cetera, because I think that for most people, um, perpetuals, again, you know, we're not talking about uh, 120 X leverage, but for most people, perpetuals can be intimidating, scary. It's not something they've ever considered doing. They want to learn more about it, but they don't really know where. Um, and so that's, you know, how we use our Twitter spaces is to do market education in that way. Sweet. Options also. So, well, yeah, it would be great to have you on here again. And, um, you know, the only the challenge there, obviously, is in our Discord AMAs, we can like share screens and show things. Whereas on Twitter, it's a little bit harder to walk through our Perpetuals platform. And we do have some really unique um, we do have some really unique features which are not in the market today in any of the other Perpetuals platforms. And so uh, it would be great to walk through that with you so you can understand kind of what we've done differently and what our motivation was. Um, you know, I think, as Jonathan mentioned, we did have a V1 on testnet um, on Terra months ago. And people were like, well, why didn't you just, you know, relaunch that on Juno? And the reason was, was because we um, felt like traditional perps models are really flawed. The math is flawed and um, very uh, likely to, um, you know, be adversely affected by any kind of huge market swings or market manipulations. Um, you know, we're all familiar with that from um, general crypto and then also Terra, right? And so we wanted to make sure that we were offering a product that could withstand and um, maintain itself no matter what the uh, market conditions were. And so we went back totally to the drawing board and we re-architected something from the ground up, which I think is really innovative and exciting. And we're really excited to bring it to market. It's That's taken, awesome. um, it's taken, you know, a few like extra months and people were like, you should just have relaunched the other thing. But I don't think that's true. You know, I, I think that for us, we wanted to bring something to market that would be not just, um, you know, the same thing that we had launched on Terra, but something that we felt like added value and added um, a real innovation into the space. And this really does. So absolutely it would be great to have you on another show and also to walk through that in more detail. 
Sweet. Yeah, I got I to gotta run like right now, but you definitely just piqued my interest. I love funky math that doesn't quite add up. So I would love to get oh, into no, this that. totally adds up. Uh, Our mathematician is like he's he's pretty hell bent on it. No, I mean, math, like so. you mentioned how uh, traditional perps like the math doesn't really add up to being like efficient or fair or something. I'd, I'd love to. Oh, yes. Yes, math, but, exactly. Um, it's it's way too uh, susceptible. All right. I, I thank you again so much. You guys shoot me a DM and we'll set something up. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for hosting and thanks everybody for tuning in. Peace out, Jimmy. Yep. Totally. So All right, everyone. So if we don't have, I don't see any questions from the audience or if anyone would like to join us here up on the stage, but anyone has any questions. Um, uh, We're not hosts, know. so we don't know. Oh, that's true. We don't know. Maybe there, there are be people patiently waiting. Well, I think they, they would see their hands up maybe. Yeah, but they might think no, we're no. ignoring them. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Oh, you talk? Okay. So I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I just became a co-host, which is like the most exciting thing I think that's ever happened in my entire Twitter life. You've gotten promoted. I did. I got a promotion. This is awesome. Do you feel powerful? Um, yeah. No, not really. Um, all right. So I did just I'm gonna harp on this because it's really important to me that, you know, all the dragons make it over. So I know people are like, oh, I'll just do it on the weekend and then you're going to forget. Don't forget to warp your dragons. Uh, Levana has this incredible set of, um, you know, 3D uh, dragons that we are warping over um, and the rest of our NFTs and a spirit level will have a lot of importance um, once we're on Juno. So please just head to the Dragon Cave if you haven't already and either warp dragons, which is at dragons.levana.finance if you have NFTs. Or you can just come and connect to Juno Wallet and play games, which is super awesome. Um, and we never like to have people play games without giving away prizes. So definitely do that. You can also join Levana's Discord. Um, we have a really fun game in there called Road to the Unwrecked, which you can play and win. And um, what else do I want to announce? The warping, the games, everything. Okay, I think that's it. And of course, you can use the options uh, platform now, which is uh, live and beta. So um, that's options hyphen beta dot Levana dot finance. And I will just say that we will be um, uh, reloading some of the code. And so um, all the contracts that end on the 26th, um, there'll be a refresh of that. So in case you um, notice that uh, your account is refreshed out. So the reason for that is because we're updating the test net. We've done uh, one major upgrade since we launched, and now this is going to be the second one this weekend. So, Oh, and Gina's over $6 again. This is so much fun. Sweet! Woo-hoo. You know what it feels like? It feels like last August on Terra. It does, right? This is Terra all over you, but it's not. <laughs> but not! Yeah, like, <laughs> but it does, not. but <laughs> with a twist of not... Well, you know what the major difference is? There's no, like, like you can't have, like, a hedge fund walk up to whatever, Juno, and say, let me do an over-the-counter deal because there's no one to buy it from, right? There's no Do Quan that's, like, the one center piece. This is, like, a totally different reality. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just meant, I just uh, meant the, uh, you know, the $6 run into, uh, you know, hopefully, um, triple digits so triple digits that would yeah. be sweet that would be i mean i think we need a strong bitcoin before any real rent to happen and but it That's is nice true. to see the cosmos ecosystem kind of just like rocking it it's fun 
like 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 imagine if we were like if we had warped over to Solana. <laughs> um you know, that would that be would, painful. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so different. It's like you're just like you're still stuck in this bear market thing. Um not to well, actually, yeah. I don't I mean, yeah, we're all stuck in this bear market, but I feel like, you know, it's not just, you know, I think was mentioned here before, it's easy to get stuck in your own bubble and not to see the things that are happening around you. But I think around the Juno ecosystem, there's so many, one, there's so many awesome Terra builders that um, have also decided, but there's also new people to Juno that are seeing um, into Cosmos, right, that are seeing the value that um, Cosmos brings uh, to the entire blockchain space. And they're realizing that, um, this is where it's at. So yeah, it's always great to be, you know, riding on the back of the winning horse, right? So yeah, and I, I have two questions on that note. I'm talking about horses. Um, one is, how high does Juno have to go for me to take my hat off? Um, so that's part one. Anyone know? Is that a question for yourself? I mean, none of us are going to know. I don't know. No, like Beach, what do you think? Uh, or anyone in the audience? Grit. I bought twenty my first twenty five Juno at forty three dollars, and I'm still recovering. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. my! I'm buying yeah. back in now because you know it's time. I just uh, have a different strategy than everybody. It's very weird. Oh, buy high, sell low. No, I just keep <laughs> buying. <laughs> no, well, me, me, I, I started buying when Juno was already in that range, also, uh, frankly. So. I'm in your the same boat, but my strategy has totally changed. I don't trade, I don't sell. Um, I'm now in the buy and stake and compound. And when the next bull market comes, I will take profits. Uh, that is the plan. But right now, I'm just sleeping better. I'm not stressed. I, I I sometimes I don't know what Bitcoin price is. I can go a week without looking, and I'm uh, full time in crypto. But, I do like basically. Yeah the same kind of thing like after your first bull run or whatever you get this uh you get a more refined strategy and i've been building mine for like a long time but i basically do the same thing i don't trade or do anything like that anymore i i've tried all that stuff and it's very hard and stressful but like i basically will take all the interest from everything i'm staking and then feed it into the next thing i'm interested into and i just use the interest to dollar cost average back into things and I will get to a coin goal to where I feel good on exposure across like, let's say 10 assets, I guess. And then I'll start over to a new coin goal. And if the market goes down, it's whatever. I just keep going back in because when the next bull run happens, then you get rewarded basically for being patient the whole time. And, you know, anytime you unstake anything, you're waiting, you're wasting money. So. It's, yeah. uh, I, I also like in 2018, I was really new to investing and trading and I wasn't very knowledgeable on it. I was just learning the trading aspects of things. But after I moved to the States a couple of years ago, I really got into stocks and dividend investment strategies. I'd recommend looking at those because people are very patient and they wait 30 years for something to happen. Right. So those mirror and reflect basically, you know, staking strategies and it's very comfortable uh, for me anyway. My gosh, I got promoted too. I'm, I'm a co-host. 
I call it the coin goal strategy. I notice people like Cosmos Haas, he's also an accountant. He has the same exact strategy as I do. I thought it was funny. Uh, but Tank, Crypto Tank, actually, he what he does is he take like every three or four days, he takes profit and he puts the interest into, you know, a stable coin or something. And I'm going to add that to my strategy because that's a really good idea because I used to take profit by building up liquidity pools and then liquidating them. But But that's more my style, so. With Terra, I was taking profit and putting it into Anchor as UST. And oh, did, you, uh, that did you get hurt on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you see my new job? That's with the hat. I need to know when I can take it off. Uh, yeah, I got wrecked. Um, but but I, yeah, I am following I was just a similar strategy. I play around with here. Anchor when that happened. Like I, I just mm-hmm. had my first 500 bucks in it, so I lost that. But Oh, good job. I mean, that's a good job not to get super wrecked. Yeah, I, I yeah. get scared. I, I'm a little scarred. Like, I actually don't feel safe with having USDC. It's bridge USDC. And so, like, yeah, it's actually a little scary for me. Um, I'd almost rather just... Into what? Through Adam. Like, basically, uh, I take Adam and I run it into Coinbase and I just stick it into US dollars on there. Yeah, so that's... Um, probably the safest place to have it and then um i use a uh there's a really great opportunity if you can get a coinbase debit card you can get like yeah yeah that's like serious the other alternative is you could use cash app like you could like you could send the bitcoin to cash app and then transfer it back it's like another extra dollar or whatever but no but but the coinbase debit card gives you one to four percent returns unlimited returns Like yeah. the thing that's nice about Cash App is they do an instant deposit back and forth to your bank. That nobody else really has that at the moment. Coinbase, they lock up your funds for a few days when they wanna when you wanna send money around. It's stupid. Really? Um, that's so interesting because um like FTX or what have you, they do instant transfers. No, I haven't Coinbase does too, but they'll charge a premium. Oh, FTX charges nothing and um it's instant. The, the the where you have to wait four days um, for Coinbase is if you deposit funds and you don't have an available balance to cover that newly deposited funds, you have to wait for it to clear. But if you have an existing balance, um, it depends actually. On Coinbase Pro, you can do it instantly, and I don't think they charge a fee. But on regular Coinbase, you have to. And I think I was moving money into Coinbase, and it made me wait for four days. Yeah, yeah. If it's a new that balance, probably a, that was probably good though. Yeah. You know, usually when you're doing something really fast in crypto, it's a bad idea. Like when you feel the stress of the market, it's a bad idea. Like this nice guy in Telegram told me if I give him my secret key, he'll give me 100 ETH. Well, I, I, I like to pay moderator, so I move money back and forth sometimes to like even stuff out so I don't get taxed. So it's not a huge deal. But yeah, you, you want that. I'll try it. I'll try FTX. It sounds like. All right. Well, we're not we're not encouraging tax evasion or giving financial advice here. But anyway, I hope that this has been useful oh, or entertaining or fun for folks. And uh, we hope to see you back here next week again. I'm just going to harp one last time. Please don't forget to warp your dragons. I'll be so sad if they live forever on Terra Classic because I, for one, never intend to go back there again. So never. with that. Me either. <laughs> I went never again. Like somebody was like, don't you just want to open Terra Station? And I was like, 
No, no, I don't. No. I go into Anchor and it's like, you owe me $86 million. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to see that spinning spaceship ever again. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for joining. And um, yeah, have an awesome rest of your day wherever this uh, Twitter space is hitting you. Same to you guys. Nice See you next you week. Cheers. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Lavana Protocol on DeFi with some friends from the Cosmos, recorded on Thursday, August 25th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focus, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Channel Spaces